It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's, it's not, not a fairy tale. tale. Hi, lady. Hey, lady D. How That's, you been? I have been doing. Doing. I just been. That's interesting. Just doing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? Last week was not a good week. I got some bad news on my personal end. I went to a funeral. Oh. Um, it just wasn't a good week. Um, however, my meditation app kind of helped me out. I know. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Girl, I just love typing all my stuff and I'd be typing so angrily sometimes <laughs> and then I'd be like okay I'm gonna read it back because I know as soon as I flick this joke yeah, it's just gonna catch on fire. fire I love it yes I like um after you do like the your daily dose or whatever that it will give you a quote at the end and mm-hmm. it trips me out how a lot of my mm-hmm. quotes have been from Drake and Biggie <laughs> mine have been Biggie too and I was like dang but this is facts so, so it's like, do they know my name? Do I they know. know my name's Tanisha? Yeah, and that's why they sending me these like <laughs> Drake and Biggie quotes. Well, I get or some some from a nine. I don't even know who that is. I need to look them up, but those be good too. So, okay, this is what we're gonna do. You send me what your quote is. I'm gonna send you what mine is to see if they're the same. Okay, because then it could just be what's in rotation, and okay. we think we special. That's true. The one that stood out the most, and it wasn't the one that comes at the end of your daily dose, and we're talking about the app Happily Not Perfect. Um, I got one, and it was so what I needed to hear mm-hmm. um, after my personal bad news. Um, it it was like um your daily dose or whatever, and it's like somebody like giving you like a small pep talk like under a minute. And the person ended the little pep talk with, Another definition of insanity is um, needing something that you've never had. And I was like, see, I'm going to just let what I'm feeling go. Needing something that you've you've never never had had is another definition of insanity. That's deep. It is. I was like, So me needing to be like a gazillionaire. I ain't never had a gazillion dollars except the closest I've ever been is Monopoly. So like... Why am I like trying to like work all hard to get this money when I ain't never had it? And that's what I what's driving me crazy. That's that's deep. Yeah. Like I feel like we should. This is like a Mary Jane moment where you, there's a, should be a posting on your back yes. for that. <laughs> like we need to start posting. You know, I've always wondered about them posting notes. You know, they're gonna fall down because <laughs> that steam is gonna hit them at some point. That's why you tape them up there. Because I have one for my little Chick-fil-A, like, family conversations. And it pretty much, I look at it every morning and it says, what are you thankful for? Because, you know, I'm trying to practice my gratitude. Right. You know, because once you practice gratitude, yeah. it, it it makes things, it makes you focus on the better the, things. Right, the bigger picture. Don't have. Right. Exactly. So, it, every morning when I look in the mirror, the first thing I see outside of myself is what am I thankful for? So, I it, like, forces me. To get to that place. Yeah. I, I really feel like being like kind of weird and just getting a dry erase marker and writing all over my mirror. That's, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like I, and then I'll be really pissed off if somebody like erases them though. Yeah. Because they'll be all really, really important. And you know, I don't be remembering what mm-hmm. I done wrote half the time, but 
Like I'd be coming up with my own little gems. Well, you can do that in a few weeks. Yes, mm -hmm. I can. Bring it on. Shackles off my feet so I can dance. <laughs> I just want to praise them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Girl, yes. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah, so yeah. I saw on the Instagrams that you were out at Kung Fu. Girl. And we supposed to set a date so we can have we people come and meet us. Y'all were, were there. We were there. We couldn't figure out where else to go. Well, we had a different options. So we ended up just going down there anyway. And girl, first of all, it was a line. Mm -hmm. We had to wait in a line to get it. Have you ever had to wait in a line? No. Yeah, it was like a But normally we skip making an appointment for the room, so. Right, but it was like a long line, like mm -hmm. down the steps, around the corner, kind of mm -hmm. line. And so we wait in line and move fast. Girl, we had a good time. Mm -hmm. We stayed there till like four in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Like it was like, did y'all get on that seesaw? No, girl. You first of all, you know, Brandy's extra small, <laughs> and I'm like double her size, maybe even triple. No, can't be triple. Double her size, girl. That would not be fair. That would be hilarious. Me and you was on the seesaw. That was bad enough. That would be hilarious. But it was too many people out there. Like, they oh. were playing Cornhole. I didn't even realize they had Connect Four. Yeah. So, Cornhole, Connect Four, Jenga. Jenga, yeah. Um, they was kicking it. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of brown people out there, too. Okay. I wasn't, you know, they was hiding in the corner. It's like, why y'all hiding? Mm -hmm. Like, why y'all back here in the cut? Mm -hmm. But we had a drink. Girl, we had a pineapple margarita, which was... Oh, that sounds good. Yes, it was very tasty. Mm -hmm. I didn't know pineapples and lime could go well together oh, like yes. that. That was good. So, yes. yeah, we were we were having a good time. We good. had fun. Good, 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 good. And guess what I did? What did you do? I parallel parked. By I yourself? My own. Yeah, she... Brandy told me, she's like, you gotta make an S. And I was like, ooh. I, I kind of... I never knew you didn't know how to parallel park. Girl, I can't do none of that. Pillow park, back into a parking spot. Like, really? no. Mm -hmm. Remember, I told you I couldn't pillow park one day when we went somewhere, and I was like, ooh, I did it with Daria. I don't even remember. Yeah, I we went somewhere. Yeah. I had to force myself to learn. I spent the summer in Indianapolis, and it was nothing but street parking where I worked, so I had to. You had to learn. I had to. I have to learn. I'm going to learn it. It's one of the things. And I have parking assist. I don't even know why I be tripping. I but know. All, all this beeping, girl, makes me so nervous. Mm -hmm. My car beeps for everything. Mm -hmm. If I get too close to the daggone speaker at McDonald's or wherever I'm going, it's like, me, 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 me. And I'm like, really, dude? If I pull up too close to a tree and then the, like the parking, like the automatic braking when mm -hmm. you're like about to run into something, that thing scares the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to cause an accident. Because somebody can, like, really run in the back of you. Because mm -hmm. you feel like you got space because you feel you see the other cars moving. But that thing ain't smart enough to see that. Mm -hmm. And so it'll just jam on your brakes. And it's not like a regular jam. It's like everything that's sitting on your seat is going to fall mm -hmm. on the floor kind of jam. Mm -hmm. And it does that if it's a tree back there and you're, like, trying to back up. It oh. thinks, maybe it thinks it's a kid or something. Maybe. It's, ugh. I love it, but I hate it. Okay. Because I can't half-drive anyway. You know that. I know this. Yes. But anyways... I'm getting better. My daddy turned on all that stuff, and I don't know how to turn it off. Well, next time you see him, have him to turn it off. I just need to read the book. Okay. I just didn't read it. I, you know what? When I got my last car, I didn't do that either. And normally, I'm I very read good it. at reading. Reading but this the time book. I was like, ah, I know how to drive. I'm good. Right. Like I'm going to take it to get service when the, when the little sign tells me to. I'm right. good. Right. We're like, this is our second hybrid. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be all right. Yes, yes. All right. 
well, we're going to get into our topic. And we are going to be talking about what it means to be thrown under the bus mm. and how to survive. Do, do, do. Yes. So, for you, what does it mean to be thrown under the bus? Like, I think that any time that it doesn't have to be just a friend. It could be a counterpart at work. It could be any situation. Somebody you don't even know. And they'll just like say something that they shouldn't say to kind of like like shade you in a way and like like tell something they really shouldn't tell or just be weird about the comp like just be weird about stuff and like I don't know how to explain it pretty much I, I, I think see. it's almost like it it's kind of like somebody's taking a jab at you and then like like throwing shade, taking a jab, and then kind of like not like telling somebody something that they shouldn't tell you. I always see being thrown under the bus as someone making you the center of attention to take the heat off of them. Yeah, girl, that's what that is. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Okay. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I was trying to pull up this story. Oh, good. Yeah, you're so, you're so smart. Yes, because I, too, have been thrown under the bus. Girl, I get thrown under the bus all the time. But you know what I do? I go underneath that bus, and I pump it up like a jack. (laughs) (laughs) Along with my little dance, pump it up like a jack. Yes, so, um, okay, so the definition per this article, and we got it off of fairygodboss.com, is when someone throws you under the bus, they essentially make you their scapegoat. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. So, pretty much it means to betray or sacrifice a person, particularly for the sake of one's own advancement or as a mean of safeguarding one's own interests. Um, So, we're going to talk about, um, you know, what to do if you are thrown under the bus and how can you tell if you are throwing someone under the bus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So my article's tripping though. So what you want to first do if you notice that someone is throwing you under the bus is to clear your head and reflect on the situation. So you gotta sit back and check yourself. Um, so take a few moments, clear your head. Do not react in a way that you might regret. Because sometimes people throw you throw you under the bus at work, and you be ready and you to don't want to show. Your angry black woman. That's what I was about to say. Don't be the angry black woman because they always think we're angry anyway. I know. But at the same time, sometimes you got to show them your angry black woman so they know not to fuck with you. So <laughs> They'll be like, why are you so angry? What did I do to you? It's a time and a place. Right. And this ain't it. Careful. Yes. So, um, you know, grab a cup of coffee, sit in a quiet space and really wrap your head around a situation. Mm -hmm. Like ask yourself, like, what really happened or did this really happen? Am I tripping though? Yes. Am I in my feelings? I always try to take time away from to reflect on something instead of reacting. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes I'll be like, okay, well, could it like what if that person's just in a crabby mood and they just and took it, also, yeah. yeah. And so you just kind of have to take yourself away 
like take some time out to think about it. It's not all. It's not as easy as it's, as I'm explaining it, but it is good to like take some time to reflect and be like, okay, well, it really wasn't that serious. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just overreact and they're overreacting, yes. and two people can't be in their feelings at the same no. time because it don't get anywhere. Because no one's listening. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, you know, along with asking yourself these questions, um, you don't want to make any assumptions. So that's why I'm it is important to take that step back and just reevaluate the situation. Um, you also want to propose a solution to right. the problem. Like people love to complain, but what solution you coming right. up with? What you going to do? What's what our you, next step what, here? What can you do to change the situation? Right. Because only you can control you. Um, so on top of proposing what could have happened, propose a solution. Um, and in reality, uh, what matters more than who messed up is how to fix it. Um, you know, and you can actually earn some brownie points um, for helping to find a solution, even though it wasn't your problem to solve in the first place. Exactly. Yep. You got, you ready for the next one? Girl, mine will, let me just look at yours because okay. mine is tripping. It wants me to, it wants to steal my information right now. Oh, I just logged in through Facebook. I don't really be kidding. Oh, that's what I just did. Oh, okay. But it's, it keeps pulling up a totally different article. Okay. Um, keep it honest. Did we say that already? We're on number three. Oh, girl, where was I at? Okay, hold hold yourself accountable. You got to hold yourself accountable. If you're being thrown under the bus and there is some truth behind it, own it. Hold yourself accountable for the things you could have done differently or more efficiently and communicate that. It's nothing wrong with holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of times in this day and age, we don't want to do that. And I, I don't know. understand why that is. But hold yourself accountable. And then you can actually learn from that. And grow and develop some better communication skills and, um, like, confrontational resolving skills. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, stand in your shit. I said what I said. (laughs) And now I'm going to sit back and reflect on it so it doesn't happen again. (laughs) Right, right. I was like... Question of whether or not I should hand you this phone back because that's not the best conflict where conflict resolution was what I was looking for. That's not it. I said what I said. No, I said, but that's still standing up in your shit because you said you are acknowledging. But it sounds smart. Well, of course you wouldn't say it like that. That could be your Facebook post <laughs> or your Instagram. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, in that moment, just be like, you know. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I, I should have handled this in a different way, and I mm-hmm. apologize. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I would be like, I said what I said. Mm-hmm. But that don't, that don't sound the same, though. Okay. Okay. Let's put some glitter on the doo-doo. Yes. So, and that one came from how can you avoid throwing someone under the bus? Um. You also, if someone threw you under the bus, you want to talk to the person who actually did the throwing. Um, and it may be a difficult conversation, um, cause they may not have known that they were throwing you under the bus. Cause I, this happened to me with my spouse and to this day, he probably still don't know that he threw me under the bus. <laughs> Girl, you just jack yourself up like a jack. I ain't saying down. I ain't saying down. 
Mm-hmm. And um, talking with a person will help you to better understand why they said what they said about you and hopefully stop them from doing it again. And that's, again, you got to come into the conversation correct. You can't come into the conversation being funky. Like, right. I have said to be what prepared I said. to have an adult conversation. <laughs> um, now, as far as you helping to avoid throwing someone under the bus, just be honest. Did you say that already? Yeah, I said just okay. be honest. Um, yeah, just be honest. Again, don't make assumptions. That's that's going both ways. So if someone threw you under the bus, don't assume. If you're th- about to throw somebody under the bus, don't make assumptions. Yeah, and you don't want to get in that whole tit for tat thing either. Exactly. And then everybody's business will be out there. Exactly. Um, and again, um, accountability on both, both ends, um, will make it, you know, not be as bad as you think it probably is. Um, and that's pretty much all that we have for, you know, being thrown up under the bus. We got this from them housewives, girl. That's all they do. Hey, yes. They are so messy. I know. It looks for good TV. So messy. I understand it's good for TV, but I'm starting to realize that it really messes up people's friendships in real life. Because people think that's the way it's supposed to be. Because, you know, they think that that is, like, really how things are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, the average person knows that all these housewife shows follow the same formula. So I feel like we watch it for entertainment purposes. But, I mean, you must be, like, a really I, weak-minded person I, to I feel like it rubs off like. on you, though. I don't I feel like I mean, have you me. been funky to me? And we've been watching these shows for how long? Right, but I, I watch them with a different perspective. I walk away. I'm just like, oh, they get on my nerves. But you know, I'm really so emotionally invested. Yeah, I'd be emotional. <laughs> I, I am very much an imp. And so I, I can't detach like those types of feelings sometimes because I'm like really feeling bad for Katie because she might be pregnant. She ain't pregnant. You don't think she pregnant? It would have came out on social media now. Oh, yeah. It sure would have. See? I'm so attached to the shows. I don't even think about the social media Mm -hmm. aspect. Yeah. But mm, I can't wait for uh, Marriage to Medicine to come back home. I know. I can't either. That's a real shenanigans. Oh, yes. I noticed when I pulled up my sling, like, on Sunday they had their... um, Show on? The, sh- the show, like their best moments or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't have Toya in the picture. It was just four of them. Ooh. But then when she I... was on the she was on that little recap show though. Okay. She what they did do um, Toya and Eugene. Okay. Okay. Because when I was on Instagram, I saw that she was posting with the other Married to Medicine ladies, and it looked like she done lost some weight. Her face looked smaller. Hmm. So that's okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. So you said so. That's good. <laughs> that's so shady. So you don't talk. I didn't See, even mean she, it to be shady. She watches these shows. She. So, you know what? You just had a Giselle moment. Right no, there. I didn't. I mean, it was last season. She, her, and Eugene was working on their weight. So, it's good that she hitting her goal. Okay. Now my phone is talking to me. Okay. We're having some technical difficulties <laughs> with this website. Didn't nobody tell Google to talk? Okay. So, um, now we're going to move on to our Rache Reality. And we uh, we just going to talk about Housewives of Potomac. Because I don't know how I feel about this. We do need to talk about this other show, though. What? A, oh, um, love after lockup. Well, I have two people that I want to. That's talk fine. About. Yeah. Okay, so you know the lady that with the raspy voice that was on last season or the season before with oh, the yeah. Okay, she need to get with Scott. 
She does. Her and Scott would, would be the perfect, perfect couple. couple. But Scott like black women. Well, it don't matter. Both of them smoke cigarettes. They just need to be together and they understand the lifestyle. They just need to work it out. I agree. I agree. And she could help him with his money. We've said that before. Because oh. she does the Dave Ramsey system. Yeah, but she that dude don't like her. So that's all I got from that. And then that couple, you know, the black couple mm-hmm. from Daytona. Daytona. Mm-hmm. She need to run from that dude. She he, does. He is psycho. Yes. Like, how are you going to try to control what I'm doing behind bars? I'm free. If I want to body paint my boobs and do this ad to sell me some sunglasses, why are you tripping? Exactly. Because he like his women conservative. You can't see nothing. It's all covered up with paint. How is the paint different than a bathing suit? He don't want nobody else seeing the outlines of his woman. It ain't no different than that cat suit thing you done had on. I know. I know. You trying to, like, crazy. But he feels like he can do that because he is giving her money. Mm -hmm. Like, he is matching what she's making on the business. I don't know what she's making on the business. Where do you get this money from, though? Because he can still get books on the outside. But how how smart are you to get on this show talking about I'm funneling her this money? Like you're not going to be investigated. I mean, depending, they can't incriminate you. They can only incriminate you based on what you say. So who's to say he didn't have some money saved somewhere? Like nobody But we all know it would be drug money. He he went to... But it's about what can be proven. (laughs) <laughs> money laundering like he had some charges Daria he had drug charges not money laundering he did charges. I saw it I saw, you know how them little ad uh, things uh-huh. pop up that's where I saw it I was like and y'all talking about money I mean who's to say that he didn't have something put up in an account under somebody else's name or some other business where he has people who can give her the money it's all about whose name is under and what can be proven so that's why he can do it <laughs> Now, I know you used to work at a bank. What's the, the most amount of money that you can deposit without getting in trouble? Or for you wouldn't have to fill out that form? You can take out like up to 10 without having to fill out a form. How much can you deposit though? Cash. You can deposit were up you, to whatever FDIC insures. Were you working at the bank when before um, September 11? Because uh, now no. they got some new no, rules. After, after, after I worked sep- after September 11. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think it was like But I would have people like people would come in and deposit big amounts of money. Like that's you can put in, it's taking it out where you're they're looking at you. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just feel like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's the way it works. I mean, don't have you ever watched Power? They had all I, that I, money, I, but I he barely watched had a facade of a nightclub. So that's how they funnel you know, hit their money. So he may have, he may be funneling the money through her business, you know? Mm, Girl, you need to watch Claws. That's how they be washing money, girl. Girl, I don't know nothing about that. They do it under businesses. With Nishi Nash, girl, Claws is good. I know you told me I need to be watching it, Mm -hmm. but you know how I feel about television. Okay. But anyways. All right. So um, that's all we're going to talk about on Love After Lockup. We'll pick up when Married to Medicine comes back because that's a show that's kind of near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. But what about that girl with them lips? Barbie. I, oh, gosh. I hate I, looking at her. I, I Lacey. Think, yeah, Lacey. I'm going to call her Barbie doll. Um, she what about look like no Barbie doll. Barbies really don't have lips. These new Barbies that are going to come out, they're going to look... A brat dog. That's what she looks <laughs> That's like. That's what she looks like. Right. So her head I, is big. <laughs> I think both of them dudes gonna end up knowing each other. 
Why do you keep saying that? I just feel like it's gonna happen. No. Okay. They like in two separate prisons. That don't on mean that in some state. kind of way they they know some, they it's gonna, gonna be a connection. I need to be a connection for me to be interested in the show. Okay, let's talk about Housewives of Potomac. Okay, Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> they shady self. Now, I will say, mm-hmm. I am interested go. in um, reviewing um, Married at First Sight. We should have did it this season because it's been kind of good. So next season is supposed to be in New Orleans. You know what? I used to be addicted to that show when mm-hmm. I was watching TV. And I don't know why I stopped watching it. I watched it like the first season. The first season was good. Yeah. The yeah. first season, I was so in love with all those couples. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that one couple are still together. I have to look them up. I know the one where she cried at the because wedding he was because ugly. he was ugly. They're still together. Yeah. They have kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite couple. Yeah. And then I think it was the girl. I think her name was Dimitri or something. It was a black, the black couple on there. He oh, had, I like them. Yeah. But he was a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was a little funny too. Yeah. She was a little funny acting. But I, I was hoping they would work it out. No, I, I wonder. Yeah. Like it. But it's a couple on there this season. The girl is a 27 year old virgin. Mm hmm. And the guy, like, she is a virgin to the point where it is, like, a part of her personality. Like, every time you see her, she has to remind you that she's a virgin. You know I'm a virgin. That's what she does. And the guy, like, he seems like a good guy. He's been extremely patient with her. And... She just like for for the, you know, because they had a counselors to come in mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of guide them on where they should be and what they should be doing. And so they'll have them play like the dice game. And she's so and he's even said he's like, she's so like sexually immature or just immature in general. Like for her, for me to like kiss her on her chest, like is a big deal. <laughs> But, yeah, so it's been Girl, you got good. to want to get them cobwebs cleaned out, honey. Mm. Yes. Once you get you a good piece, you'll be good. I know it's gonna take a while to warm it up, but you'll be good. Boo boo. I know, I know, but I think he kind of like I don't know because she just she needs to grow up. <laughs> oh, you touched my booty. That's pretty that, much how, that's she how she is. Asks. That is oh, exactly how no. she is. Yes. Mm-mm. Yeah. So okay, Housewives of Potomac. Yeah. So it picks back up um, after with the argument with Ashley and Katie um, and um, Giselle just is like, you know, we just need to table this right now. She kind of whispers that to Ashley and just lets they let it be. Right. Um, Like she got room to talk. Exactly. So everybody goes back to their rooms and I think Candace and Karen went back and they were talking about, you know, the situation um, with, with Ashley and everything. And then I think the next day, and I watched this, but I kind of wasn't paying attention. I did one of your numbers. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like the next day they went on like a, a boat ride, um, to go see the, the stingrays. And that looked so fun. I would do that. Yeah, that did look fun. It did. Cause mm-hmm. they, you know, it wasn't like they had to go deep in the water. Right. It like was they like standing. Chest I could high do water. That. Yeah, yeah. I could do that. Cause you know, I can't swim. Um, so they looked like they were having a good time. Um, Ashley went and apologized to, um, Katie and, you know, it seems like they kind of hashed it out on a base level. And, um, what else happened? I don't think, I don't think, um, 
Katie was feeling her apology. Oh, she probably wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't feeling it. I just don't think she's emotionally available to be with the group of ladies. Oh, no. Because no. when she said that she wasn't strong enough to be in the group, like, when she said, I'm not, I felt like I felt that. Yeah. I felt it like she's coming from a really broken space right then, mm-hmm. and, like, it's not good. Exactly. And so, I don't know if, if um, what's her name? I see. Ashley even caught up on it. Like no, she's she so caught up in her own shit exactly. that she's not even receiving that. And and I was proud of her for going back and apologizing yeah. and saying, you know what, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of her for that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of mature of her because mm-hmm. you know I think she's one of the most immature people. She is on the show. She thinks like she's like you know I just thought you were my friend and why would you do that as my friend? And I'm like to me in a short amount of time that y'all have hung out, like I wouldn't call that a friendship. Mm-mm. So I wouldn't, har- I wouldn't harbor like you're my friend and you're not supposed to do that. Like she, at this point, y'all haven't known each other long enough to really say that's your friend. Like y'all just cool associates at this juncture, yeah. you know. And I'm glad she took off that damn wig. Yes, yes I was yes. so happy that wig came off because they was joking on that wig. They called it a toupee, which I thought was hilarious. And I'm glad she took it off. That mm-hmm. wig gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that it would just fly off, mm-hmm. but. She took it off. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder what caused her to leave. Uh, maybe she didn't leave. Maybe she, she could have had an earlier flight. Or maybe she just moved to a different room. Because I noticed when they went to check on her, she had on like a jacket a whole and a outfit on. And I was like, well, maybe it was just too cold in the room. I the, don't know. That's, just because that's how you be in most that's, rooms? Yeah. That don't mean <laughs> that that's really what it is. That's how you roll on vacation. Most people don't be bundled up like that. Well, I wouldn't be. I would just open if they. She had a balcony or a window to open. I would just open that and let the heat in. Mm-hmm. Um. So what kind of got me is when they when it was I think it was Ashley and Robin and Giselle met up for breakfast and Giselle just kind of went in on Karen's like business launch or perfume launch and she's like. How is she having all of this? And it's just a rollerball party. And what is she doing? I don't even think she owns the building. Business. I just think her name is on it. I'm like, what difference does it make to you? Like, are you getting a cut of her money? Like, Like, why does she care? Exactly. Because she's not getting no dick. That's why. Girl, she needs to get us on. She does. Can you make sure I don't get like that? I will. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying I don't want to be that bitter old bitch. I know. Bitter old bitch. That's the title to this podcast. <laughs> I had something else in mind. <laughs> I think I sent you a title too. But yeah, that's what she is. Oh, goodness. Um. So then even what threw me out was that Robin was like, and I'm even surprised that Karen is having a lunch or, you know, surprised that she's having this lunch. And we're like, I was like, surprise, you're the one who took eight months to flip a house. We surprised right. your house got done. And now you want to be a trucker. Like, <laughs> I, oh, I can't. I can't with them. Oh, my goodness. Um, Just mind your own business. Stay in your own lane. I wonder if they really took the time to uplift one another. How much greater would their relationship circle be? Well, their friendship circle be? I'm like, they never uplifted one another, ever. They don't. Because even Giselle came from, for, um, what's that girl name that's married but ain't married? What's Ashley. The, not Ashley. The oh, Robin. Yeah, mm-hmm. came for Robin and her, like, open house. Like, ugh, why y'all being so messy? 
Well, when the shows aren't messy, like Married to Medicine yeah, LA. They slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were saying, this is boring. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of boring. And I liked it because it didn't have, it had All just a, a teach yeah. of drama. But it was, you know, it was like baseline good. Um, So then the ladies um, get together um, and go out to dinner. And they're talking about uh, Candace decides to apologize no, that was the night before. So, and this next dinner, because Katie didn't couldn't come, and she, yeah, she came good. to Robin and was like, you know, I'm not going to be able to go because I'm still not feeling good. And then they talk about whether or not Robin had spoken to Giselle about how she acted at the open house. And Robin was like, no, I haven't spoken with her yet about it. I was trying to see if she was going to bring it up. But you know Giselle is not self-aware. No, not at all. She so just thinks it's normal. It exactly. So they actually end up talking about it when they go out to dinner and Robin lets her know like that wasn't cool. And so Giselle is like, she starts off by saying, well, you know what Monique did? Like she mm-hmm. tried to put it all on Monique. And she then wasn't she, owning her shit. She wasn't. But then she was like, you know what? I am sorry. I did not realize, you know, that I hurt your feelings. You know, I am proud of you. And, you know, I'll, I need to get back on the Giselle and therapy right. plane again. And so in the confessional, she, or, you know, with the voiceover, she was like, you know, if I done did something to Robin, then I know that something is off and right. I really need to, you know, check, check, check myself. Mm-hmm. And so that was that. Um, they pan, they go over to um, Monique and Chris um, having dinner I love them. I, I think that too. he was he. I love how he loves her pregnant. I thought yes. that was super cute. He's like, yeah, I like you. I know. Got some meat on your bones. <laughs> but the, maybe he was just feeling extra horny because they hadn't been having sex. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was loving her, because most dudes, they be turned off. They mm-hmm. be like, oh, like she's all thick and stuff. And I ain't really feeling that. Not necessarily. It just depends on how big you get. Some people blow up like a whale. Some do, but I mean, I don't know. Um... But he was, he was like loving her curves. He was, he was. And she was loving her curves as well. Mm-hmm. Like she looks like she's comfortable in her growing body. Right. And um, they were talking. He finally was like, you know, I think this will be the last one because we haven't been having sex like we normally do. Right. <laughs> He's like, okay. Because yeah. you know, he always be like, we would need a whole football team. Mm-hmm. Now he's rethinking that shit. Mm-hmm. Cause like, shh, think I'm about to deal with this because mm-hmm. we ain't been doing it. Mm-hmm. Then he got all, got all hot and bothered by him. By her touching his hand. I said, okay. Yes. She yes, should at yes. least touch it, though. Yeah, I mean. You got to do some special favors. I know she probably don't feel like it, but. I'm sure Monique is doing special favors. And they probably ain't enough. It might Can't not you just enough. lay there and just be like, okay. It's no, because. It hurts. For me, and I can only speak for myself, because I was looking forward to being like the horny pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. And probably in months four or five, it was like, oh, this is good. But then early on, because you you kind of be scared, because I had a little scare in the beginning. Okay. Um, but then months six and on up, it, it literally felt like I was a virgin again. Like it, oh, it got hurt. tighter. Yeah, like it hurt. And it was just uncomfortable. And then once the doctor say, ooh, I can feel the baby's head with my fingers. When you tell your husband that, they ain't trying to touch you. And I know it just wasn't my husband. I talked to your other friend. And she was like, my husband did the same thing. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so it's 
it's weird times. I'll, and I can only speak for me. <laughs> so the the doctor just from sticking his fingers in there could feel the baby's head? Yeah. But was... I thought something's got to open up and some water got to break. No. It's like in the sack, but you can feel the head? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah. And that was probably <laughs> my last month. That's why baby's heads be having knots and shit on them. <sighs> it's really not. If you get one, if you get a dude with a big enough thingy, dingling, <laughs> it might be putting some, like, maybe that's what makes their head knotted up. No, that's not it. Oh. Mind you, it's got to come out of that space. So that's a lot of conforming. To get out. <laughs> but if y'all, if he hitting it every day, that's going to conform him too. Okay, Tanisha. Oh my goodness. The stuff you don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I feel you, Monique, girl. You better. <laughs> I ain't with that booty stuff either. I don't know what to do. Because <laughs> you don't know what's worse. What's part of your booty hole? <laughs> that's going to be the title. I ain't with that booty stuff. <laughs> You get enough KY, girl. It worked. I've never been successful. It just seems painful. It's too... I ain't ready. I'm not ready. Like, yeah. My eyes is watering. Just think about it. Oh, my gosh. That's... No. Exit only. That reminds me of my sex sex ed teacher in college. She was like, it's not for in. It's only for out. <laughs> you know, I uh, I watch it on the television. I'd be like, I don't know how they do that. But yeah. Anyways, I I can't. Okay. Okay. So we'll while... talk about that off air. Okay. Because <laughs> I need some real life like information. Oh, oh gosh. So while they're still at dinner, um, um. Candace starts talking about that Chris's book because they ordered some Rosette, Rosetto, mm-hmm. Risotto, I'm sorry. And um, Candace was like, yeah, that was the last thing my husband cooked at the dinner before everything kind of went left. Right. <laughs> and then that brought them to start talking about his cookbook. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, the rest of the group was like, well, how was that coming? And she's like, oh, it's going good. And so Ashley chimes in. She just needs to shut up. And mind her business. And this is the only part of the episode I took a note for because I wanted to get into it. So Ashley chimes in and she's like, so like when the book comes out or how are you guys going to do this? Like, do you have any legal documentation surrounding him with the cookbook and how that affects you? And when she said that, I was like, what? Candace, unlike you, did not have to marry to secure the bag. Candace comes for money. She comes with the bag. And you can tell she actually loves her husband. She married for love. And she's going to get the extras. But that's not how she was coming into the marriage thinking about it. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, they have their prenup. But it was more so to protect her. Because I feel like Chris really didn't come to the table with too much of anything so you know that's what she married for love right and i was just like where, where what is what your perspective you authority on that? right like, why are you even just sit back and chill out i exactly. think she just wanted to make her she was trying to slick throw shade and talk it to her when they know when she know they ain't on good terms so why are you offering her advice on like how to make things work with financially with your spouse yeah and then it also makes ashley look bad because everybody's coming at her as to why she's in this marriage and she's married to this old man like she just laid all her cards on the table with that comment i was like really 
Yes. Girl, I just walked out the room. I know you did. Were you even in the room? Yeah, I was in the room. <laughs> I was actually texting you. And I was like, uh, I'm not doing this with her. Like, she just needs to shut the hell up. Yes, yes. So then they um, talked to Robin um, about how they've noticed how um, Juan, how their relationship has grown. Mm -hmm. And Juan even told Ashley's husband that he wanted to put a ring on it. And I was like, he probably said that to Michael because Michael was trying to grab his ass. Right. (laughs) Like, dude, I'm taking. I'm taking. Don't don't touch my booty. I'm ring back on my wife's finger. (laughs) And I'm trying to figure out who he really wants to fuck, though. I don't know. I mean, he could have said that if Michael said he wanted to. Right. Yeah. What? Why you acting like so my rude. mama? You are so rude. I'm not. Yes, I'm multitasking. You, you don't need to multitask. I'm sorry, y'all. I was just <laughs> looking at some applesauce. What they got to do with what we doing right now? They was at dinner talking about food? Girl, whatever. So, um, they asked. Mama. They asked Robin, you do this every every time we record. She's throwing me on the bus. You see, just, you see, you see no, how these I'm shows. I'm not taking any heat off myself. <laughs> I just multitask. That's what I do. Multitasking is really not multitasking because it takes time away from something you could really be doing and focusing on. I'm focused. Okay, we're talking. I just chimed in. It's like he was gonna touch his booty and. Whatever. Moving along. I agree to disagree. Okay. I mean, if you read up on multitasking, it's really not beneficial. Okay. I agree to disagree. Okay. I have to, like, stay, like... It's facts. (laughs) It's facts. (laughs) Okay, Daria. So... Moving along. Where were we at? They were talking about... Juan, Juan and Robin. And putting a ring on it. And putting a ring on mm-hmm. it. So, um, Robin, so they then asked Robin, you know, so is, is are y'all talking about like getting remarried anytime soon or is just something that's like, oh, one maybe one day. And she was like, oh, well, he said, may, you know, not he said, but we're just saying, oh, maybe one day. And I'm like. I feel like at this point it should be beyond maybe one day. It's yes. Like, you either going to be with me or you ain't going to be with me because exactly. you're taking up space. Exactly. I done cut my hair off. I done did all this stuff. I, I done renovated I done fl- and tried right. to I done flipped house. the house. Now I'm trying to get into trucking yes. and you're still not paying attention exactly. to me. Exactly. And I had you a nice birthday party at a haunted house. Mm-hmm. I just, what you going to do? He needs to shoulda get off the pot. Come on. But he's been he's been getting away with it this long. So I know. Bye. So he's going to keep doing it. That's why make a decision. Only say maybe one day. She's just hopefully... Hoping and dreaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ashley probably's got some advice for her too. I'm sure she does. She had some in the past. She's got advice for everybody. But I will say, back in the past, you know, Ashley's advice kind of wasn't bad. She was like, you know what? He's he need to shut him get off the butt. <laughs> she didn't say anything else that we haven't thought. <laughs> her husband need to shut her get off the pot. Are you gonna be with him? Or are you gonna be with me? It's okay. just that simple. If she's okay with it both ways, then so be it. But don't get upset when people talk about it. She's just upset her secrets. Exactly. Um, So then they have a little fun dancing. And then the next day, Ashley and Candace get together and do yoga on the beach. I 
I was so there for that. Not that I do yoga, but just with the water and just the view and all that stuff. I feel like I I wasn't feeling it. I feel like she knew Candace wasn't athletic at all. Mm-hmm. And she going to take her to go do yoga when the whole proposal was just to go have breakfast. And she going to give us some juice. She knew that girl wasn't going to be good at that yoga. So she just tried to one her up. I don't, I mean, yoga is more than doing all the poses. It's also about breathing and relaxing. She knew that girl. It wasn't nothing about that yoga she was going to enjoy. Okay. That's like me asking you to go to a Hello Kitty convention when you know we beefing. Like, why? Like, why would I, mean, I do I something? I would go if we wasn't beefing. <laughs> what, but wouldn't it be the right thing to do to do something mutually that we like to do? Like the salt thing. Mm-hmm. That was something different. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but... I was just like, she just trying to make everybody see that she's like the, like that whole beauty, beauty pageant competition thing. That's mm-hmm. what I felt like it was like. Mm-hmm. I had to roll my eyes at that. I walked out the room then too. Okay. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I, I, mean, I rolled my eyes at the shade. Okay. And I go in the other room, but I did watch her and she was talking about this yoga pose that I know nothing about. Okay. I don't you find see, anything, and I'm not athletic, trust me, but I didn't find anything wrong with it. Yoga is supposed to be relaxing. Dream, so. you take my phone from me, I found a rubber band to play with. That's fine. I got to, I'm like, I have to be doing something. Like, I think I got ADHD. For I know real. you do. I need some riddling. Um, so they, you know, do their yoga poses and then they go sit in the, the cabana and talk and Candace. With some damn juice. With some juice. With some orange juice. Okay. She said breakfast. And Candace pretty much says to Ashley, you know, when we were in New Orleans, it hurt my feelings that you minimize what our friendship was when, you know, I felt like I was doing the work to be a friend to you. And so Ashley took, you know, accountability for it. And she was like, well, I apologize for that. And, you know, it's something that we both need to work on. So that's where they ended. And And that's good for them. Yeah. And as they were going back, they ran into Giselle and Giselle was like, Katie's gone. And that was how this episode ended. So we'll see what happens next week. I think next week's supposed to be good. I forget who's going to get into it, but it's one of them heifers. Yeah. They always get into it. Yeah. So that was that. Um, do you, I don't look for a business buzz. Did you have one? No, but I did see that wine and design had a really nice crunk party this past weekend and we missed it. Oh, dang. Okay. We should do that. Like, yeah. Like they were wobbling and everything. Oh, they wobbled when I went. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I didn't have know. a DJ there every yeah. Saturday. Yeah. I saw it. On, I saw it on the social medias. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that'd be fun. Yes. Um, so I'm going to just shout out Happily Not Perfect app again. I, know, um, I need to get with them to see, um, can we like get some sponsors? Because we keep talking about we it. Love it. we love it. Like it is, it has been like one of the best apps I have used Had in, in a, a long, long time. time. Yeah. And they remind me, because you know, girl, I be forgetting. I know you do. And they remind me that I hadn't done my, my lesson for the day but I only like to do it so I can burn up my feelings okay. that's my favorite part well I mean it's more than burning up your feelings that you have your gratitude energy. journal yeah I have my gratitude journey but I really like to burn up stuff that's okay. what keeps me motivated okay and I like my little biggie smalls unquote mm-hmm. you be like biggie I was like who's biggie at first I was like who's biggie mm-hmm. and I was like oh biggie yeah I'd be kind of I don't be in that I'd be in work mode at that point okay 
Okay. Well, uh, I don't have a fairy moment um, for this week, but I do have a quote from Marriage 365 um, that pretty much says, men too deserve, wait a minute, let me, men too deserve to be spoiled, told they are handsome, told their efforts are appreciated and should also feel secure. Secure the bag. So that's how I'm going <laughs> to, we're going to wrap up. Please like, subscribe, and comment. Tell your friends about us. We are on iTunes, Anchor, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Play. Some of the episodes on SoundCloud. I, I don't really fool with SoundCloud, so I don't know. Um, I just started using it. I like it for some of the other podcasts I listen to, but then mm-hmm. I'm like, well, where, where's that at? Like, what happened? Where's the rest of them at? Mm-hmm. They only load some of them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and you can catch us on our social medias. It's underscore not a fairy tale. Um, it underscore fairy tale on Twitter. It's not a fairy tale on Facebook. And if you want to write in, if you want to ask us something, if you want some advice, we are at it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail and we'll talk to you guys next week bye, bye.